Welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, where every week we bring you new inspiration from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful Hudson Valley, making you an even better gardener. And now, here's your host, Marie Iannotti. gardeners and welcome to the gardening the hudson valley podcast the show that brings you news and updates from the gardens and gardeners of new york's beautiful valley region i'm your host marie ionati all my daffodils are blooming brightly and the forsythia is halfway open so that can only mean one thing time to plant peas i'd be willing to bet some of you have already gotten your seeds in the ground my soil has been a bit cool so i've held off But they'll be planted before the week is out. It's been cool and damp and perfect for getting them started, so I think it's going to be a good year for peas. I do still have quite a few plants in the cold frame. However, I have risked transplanting some broccoli, kale, and even some lettuce. So far, so good. Transplanting is a little trickier than just digging a hole and plopping in the plant. Any kind of plant, any kind of planting, is best done on an overcast day with no wind. Now, overcast we have plenty of in the spring, but wind can be a problem. Being moved about is enough stress for a plant, especially a small seedling. You really don't want to expose it to drying winds in the heat of midday. The ideal time to plant is on a drizzly day. We've had plenty of those this spring, but we can't always schedule them on demand, and it's not always pleasant for the gardener to be out there planting. Evening is better than morning for transplanting because it gives the plants several hours to settle in before sitting in sunshine. And one practice to definitely avoid is removing all your plants from their pots and positioning them on the ground where they'll they'll be planted so you can move down the bed and pop them into their holes. You don't want the root ball sitting out exposed to wind and sun while you're working. But before you even get to that point, Water your plants really well at least two hours before transplanting, preferably the night before. You want the leaves well hydrated as well as the roots. And if you find the plants are pot bound with roots uh, filling the entire pot and circling around each other, they will need to be gently loosened so they can be directed to grow outward. If they continue to circle, they'll strangle themselves and weaken the plant. It's not so important with annual flowers that only need to survive for a single year, but for perennial plants to establish themselves and have a long life, teasing the roots will give them an advantage. It's also good for vegetable seedlings. If they're stressed by circling roots, they may remain stunted or bolt to seed and ruin your chance of a harvest for that year. For most plants, you want to plant them to the same depth as they were in their pots or slightly higher since there will be some settling. Gently tamp down the soil around them. Don't stomp on it as hard as you can. You want to get rid of any air pockets, not compact the soil. The best way to remove air pockets is really to water the transplants well. If there were air pockets, the soil will settle lower as you water, and then you'll need to top it off. Watering well is the final step of transplanting. Transplants will need regular water for the first few weeks after planting. How much depends on the weather. If it's really sunny and hot, they may also need to be given some shade. Placing a basket over large plants or blocking direct sun from larger areas with a chair and a board should be enough because you want to make sure they're still getting air and water while they're being shaded. When you start to see new growth, you know your transplants are happy in their new home and you can ease off on the TLC. 
Spring is really just hitting its stride, so we'll have plenty of time to get things in the ground. And don't forget that Saturday, May 2nd, is the Hudson Valley Garden Fair put on by the Hudson Valley Gardening Association at Montgomery Place in Red Hook, New York, over in Dutchess County. There will be vendors selling unusual plants and other garden-related items, demonstrations, um, a lecture by Hudson Valley writer and photographer Matthew Benson on his upcoming book, Growing Beautiful Food, uh, tours of Montgomery Place, and much, much more fun. Uh, I go every year. It's a great experience, and uh, they have some really nice plants there, so I hope I see you there. And don't forget, public gardens open full-time in May, so plan to take to make some um, idea-collecting visits, I like to call them. At this time of year, I really highly recommend making it to Stone Crop in Cold Spring down in Putnam County. This garden is great any time of year, but with its naturalistic setting, it's just a beautiful, beautiful in spring with bulbs and wildflowers. And speaking of wildflowers, if you want to take a longer day trip, Garden in the Woods in Framingham, Mass. is an incomparable place to see native spring flowers in their natural habitat. So get out there and treat yourself to some inspiration. I'll have links for all of this in the show notes on the website. Right now, I'd like to thank you so much for listening today. And I hope you'll be joining me here again next week and on the website at www.gardeningthehudsonvalley.com for more gardening tips from the most beautiful place on earth.